Today, we're gonna to talk about how I use the fake it till you make it strategy to become a runner, but how you can be an actual real runner in today's episode of What? The Foss. So, let's get into it. Jombo, my friends, I'm glad you're here. So there's two things that we need to cover before we get into today's episode. The first one is today's sponsor, which is Old Tea in Your Cabinet. Old Tea in Your Cabinet, for when you don't really have anything else, and you don't really have any actual sponsors, but you need to get rid of something. Old Tea in Your Cabinet. The second bit is that I actually trimmed my beard back today, because I just wanted to do it so you didn't see more of the homeless beard that I was rocking earlier this week. And speaking of trimmed back, I want to talk about how I basically have over my time uh, trimming back to when I first started, I basically lied about how I was actually running, how good of a runner I actually was, and how I didn't really feel like I fit into the stereotype of what a runner is or what I at least thought it was. So to break this down, I want to talk about my very first 5K race. See, my very first 5K, and if you're not a runner, that's okay, I got you. It's 3.2 miles. So this very first 3.2 mile race, or 5 kilometer race, was around July 4th. It was in the heat of the summer, and I just decided to do it because I wanted something to do, I think it was before we went on some vacation or something like that, um, some years back. And I remember getting around the starting line and the starting area where people were hanging out, and I remember starting off this race, and there was this girl that was next to me, about my same age, and she said, oh, are you a runner? Now, obviously at this point, I hadn't really done any organized running before. I never did any cross country. Uh, The most that I ran was running away from my brother not to get beat up or to run towards a fresh hot pizza that was on the table. So obviously I said, Dale, yeah, I'm a runner. I've been running so long. Um, I love running and yeah, I run all the time. So she said, great, you can run this 5K race with me. I said, awesome. But inside, I was freaking out, and I didn't actually appreciate uh, running at all. And so we went off on the race, and I think it was maybe about a minute in that she turned and she saw that I was already struggling. And I told her I was just kind of having an off day and I'll be fine, and she went on ahead, and I never saw her again because I was dry heaving on the side of the road after running for a minute, after my head was pulsing, and I didn't feel good at all. That day, I ended up finishing this race. If the average finishing time, let's say if you take a general 5K race, if the average finishing time is somewhere around Uh, let's say the 25 to 35 minute mark. I finished somewhere kind of in the 40 minute mark, maybe a little higher. Uh, Just because I took a lot of time just walking, trying to run, walking again, and basically feeling like a failure. But the title of this podcast episode 
uh, talks about how I faked my way becoming a runner. So when people asked me, hey, how was the race? I told them it was awesome. I did great, I felt good, and I can't wait for the next one. And they took that as, oh, so I guess Zoe is actually a runner. And that's kind of a label that was put upon me, and I tried to take that label uh, full on, but I was faking my way into it. Because as I got into other races and People said, oh, well, if you did a 5K, you should do 10-kilometer race or 6.2 miles. Or you should do a half marathon, which is 13.1. And as I got into these other races, I felt like um, I thought I should train as a distance runner should train. So I should already just go ahead, hit the ground running, put in all these miles, um, put all this kind of pain and torture on my body, which I probably wasn't ready for just to give off this persona give off this image like I was actually a runner um, at that point in time um, less like today I didn't have any watch to track my timing or anything while I was training I usually just kind of looked at the clock that was on the wall and then I ran out the door I tried to run some distance that I put on Google Maps or something to see how far the distance was and I came back and I saw what the time was and that was how long it took me to run that race to run that race to practice um, running sometimes and I just did it and I tried to pretend that I was already an amazing runner by putting in all these miles that beat me up and I ran into all these pitfalls that I could have avoided so it's not really that you should pretend that you're already this amazing runner. It's more that you should become a amazing runner or just become a runner in general. So the way that you become it versus being amazing at it is that instead of pretending like you're this elite runner and putting in all these miles, you start off with a lower amount of time or a lower amount of distance and you work your way up from there. Because being a runner is more of a ladder or more of steps. It's not of you have to run at this high point. Hopefully you don't crash down here and you try to stay at this high point all the time. It's always about steps that go up. So never kind of like fake being amazing. Just try to be the best version of a runner that you can be yourself. The second bit to get into is how I ran my first marathon. So when I ran my first marathon, it was at the time that I was playing rugby uh, on a collegiate level. And when I did this marathon, I scheduled it way before because that's always a good thing to do for some goals. As a side note, go ahead and schedule it in. Know that it's on your calendar and you'll figure it out from there. But I scheduled it in and completely forgot about it. And it turned out to be the exact same weekend as one of our major rugby matches that was in town. And the race was on a Sunday. And my rugby match was on a Saturday because Saturdays are for rugby. And when I had this match, I played a fair amount of game time. And if you don't know how good or bad of a rugby player I was, I have an episode that talks about rugby. And I'll probably have another one in the future that does as well. But getting off that, played a fair amount in that match. Then after the game, 
uh, people were like, as rugby players happen to do, they're like, hey, we're having this house party at somebody's house after the match that everyone should be there. I was like, cool, yeah, totally. And I drove off and I went home and I put myself in an ice bath and tried to recover as much as I could because I had a race that next morning at 7 a.m. And I did the marathon, which is 26.2 miles. And I ran it in about four hours and 15 minutes, which isn't bad necessarily because if you just run a marathon in general, that's an amazing feat. You should be glad that you did that. But when I did that, I definitely didn't recover the right amount before, obviously, because I did some big activity the day before. And I also didn't recover after because after a rugby match and after this marathon, I thought that, oh, well, just like all the other training I was doing after I ran, it gives me a reason to shovel a bunch of food in my mouth. And it's not to say that you should undereat by any means. It's not like, oh, I'm going to have a grape and that's going to give me the energy to run. No, you should go and fuel your body the right way. And if you don't know how to fuel your body the right way, you should ask the people who know how to fuel their bodies the right way with more natural food products. I'm not talking about taking a bunch of supplements when you start off with running or exercise to fuel yourself. I'm just talking about actual food that you can see what it is and it's not a laundry list of ingredients. So I wasn't during any of this training and when I was faking being a runner, I wasn't building up my recovery the right way, but I wasn't also fueling myself the right way by what I was eating. I was just eating garbage. And with both of those, you never want to take improper recovery. And along with that, you never want to shovel a bunch of food in your mouth or just eat a bunch of garbage just because you feel like you earned it. That was always my mentality was like, uh, oh, I did this exercise, so I earned this thing. And it kind of still is now sometimes, but most of the time now I figured out that it's actually about, I did this work, I can reward my body by fueling it with something good to help me recover much better than I would if I was to shovel a couple large pizzas in my mouth. And perhaps this shoveling of a bunch of food in my mouth leads into my next bit of the way that I've never really felt like I've been a part of the stereotypical like runner's look or the stereotypical runner's body. You know, it's been something that I used to struggle with a lot more because the average runner's body, let's say, is somewhere in the 175 pound to 165 pound range for some male elite runners and sometimes even smaller than that. I don't think I've been under like 185 pounds since I was like 13, 14, 15 years old. And today, I mean, I'm still kind of closer to 200. So with that and kind of the build that I have, I'm not trying to be uh, like delusional in any way and say that I'm this big boy or something. But am I part of the Swole Patrol? Absolutely. 
And being in this kind of mindset that I didn't really fit into what the stereotypical runner was, I didn't really want to run with a bunch of people who were probably at the level that I wanted to be at because I felt ashamed of myself and I didn't really feel like I fit into the model of what a distance runner should be. Until about a year or two ago is when I actually realized that that doesn't even matter and that runners come in all shapes and sizes. Same with all other sports. People come in all shapes and sizes. There doesn't have to be a stereotype that you need to fit in to be accepted in any sport or activity that you do. You should be able to do that sport or activity because you enjoy the results of doing that sport or activity or what it brings to your life. But from here, you might have realized by now that me being a fake runner over this time kind of made me into becoming a real runner because I worked through a bunch of the kinks of realizing that I didn't have to pretend that I was a runner or I was able to learn how to recover properly or I didn't have to stereotype my body to be a specific shape or size for distance running. But for you, I want you to know how if you ever want to run yourself, whether it's running in races like I do or you just want to feel better, feel more confident when you run at the gym or you run at the park or the track or whatever. So the ways that I've seen to be a real runner, to wrap it up, I'll give you these three kind of takeaway key points from this. The first one is that real runners don't pretend. Real runners build and they repeat. You build up from a point, that's your starting point, you work your way up, you take the proper recovery and you repeat. It's not that you're at this elite level. I know sometimes people tell you like, have the mindset of like a professional athlete. Which cool, like, I mean, it helps you focus at times, but know where you are currently. That's not to demean yourself in any way. It's just know where you are right now and then get to that other spot later. So don't pretend, build and repeat. The second bit of being a real runner is to recover properly and don't just pack it all in. You don't need to pack a bunch of this into a short amount of time. You don't need to try to pack in a bunch of this garbage food just because you feel like you earned it. Find the proper ways to recover. Find the ways that work to recover for you. Everybody's gonna give you a bunch of advice. They're gonna throw it at you most of the time whether you like it or not when they hear about you running. You just have to try some of them out and see which ones work for you best. It's a bit of trial and error, but recover properly, don't pack it all in. The final bit, and one of the most important bits, is don't judge yourself. But surround yourself with ideal people. So what do I mean by that? I mean, don't judge yourself like maybe I judge myself of fitting into the stereotypical runner's body size. You could be a runner whatever size that you are because you're starting off at different points and you can 
work your way to be what you want to be. This isn't on like a physical way of being what you want to be, but maybe it's on a mental side. That's the biggest bit that running's kind of brought me is a mental side of things. And just remember, you don't have to judge yourself for what you look like or what level you're at or how you feel about running at the moment. But it's good to surround yourself with ideal people. It's something I haven't done enough, which is surrounding yourself with people who are kind of at a level that maybe you wanna be at, or people who tend to build up some of the traits that you wanna build up as well, whether that's a running partner, who if you've never run before, they've never run before, but you both wanna try running, you get out there and you start running, you go to track and you go, okay, we're just gonna go a minute on of jogging and a minute walking. And you're gonna repeat that 10 times. And then you build your way up from there as you go, or if you're kind of at a level where you're a bit more used to running and you find some people who are faster runners kind of at that same pace, you just try going on some training runs with them when you can. And eventually you trying to keep up with them will push you to the point that slowly you start to keep up with them more comfortably. And you're like, hey, I'm not feeling like I'm losing a lung or I'm not hyperventilating. I'm actually kind of staying with the pack. And it's the same process of just kind of building it up, recovering and repeating. So remember those final three things. Don't pretend, just build and repeat. So that's one. Recover properly, don't pack it all in. Right? And the third one, don't judge yourself, but surround yourself with ideal people. And that's the way that you can not fake it till you make it to become a runner, but actually be a real runner. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it brought you some benefit. And if it didn't bring you benefit, well, that's okay. I'm not perfect. But if you think it could bring somebody else benefit, go ahead and share it with them if they're trying to get into running or they've always thought about doing running or if they're currently running at whatever level they are. Thank you for your time. I look forward to seeing how you try to explore running, but I also look forward to seeing how you can continue to explore your movement.